0: Welcome to Mystical Frequency. I am your host, Jen, also known as Celestial Light Witch, and my pronouns are they, them. I am an intuitive card reader and spiritual practitioner. This podcast is all about spirituality, energy work, tarot, astrology, and all the mystical things in the universe. Every week, we talk about mystical topics as we try to grasp the understanding of the universe and our human journey. We'll have some guests share their take on their spirituality, because as we all know, everyone's journey and practices never look the same. I'm excited to share this space with you and open our minds together through this journey called life. Now on to the show. Welcome back to Mystical Frequency. My name is Jen, your host. Pronouns are they, them. I'm also known as Celestial Light Witch, and I'm so happy you are here today. This is a very exciting, yet nerve-wracking episode because I have waited to share this story, and I have shared it before on my TikTok, but I really wanted to sit down and really share the full story because it's it's a lot of information. And there's a lot of components that put me in the place of becoming an enlightened soul and starting my enlightenment. Back when I started my enlightenment, I would have said my awakening. But I don't know how I feel about the word awakening. I don't like the concept of feeling a power dynamic in comparison to someone who, let's just say, has not been enlightened or has not awakened i think everybody has their own journey and their own speed for their journey and some of us come to this planet to enter this new state of awakening of enlightenment and some of us don't and that's okay and that is the beauty of this journey called life at least that's my opinion and I really wanted to share this part of my story because I think it paints a lot of clarity on how far I've come in the last three years because it's been quite literally exactly three years since I started my enlightenment and I'm already a tarot reader and a Reiki practitioner and it honestly feels like a lifetime ago. It feels like this was always part of me. And I think a part of me feels that way because I was always spiritual. There's no question about that. I was always a spiritual person. When I was at church, when I used to be Catholic, I was very much in love with being in choir. I was very much in love with praising, with feeling things. I had been to retreats and feeling energy from other people, not really knowing that It was so much bigger than the religion itself. It was the spiritual aspect, which I believe is the reason why a lot of people tend to grasp onto religion, which I totally understand because I did the same thing. The spiritual aspect of it is always there. It's simply the rules and the fear that becomes implemented into the religion that I never really resonated with. I never liked the concept of hierarchy, and I don't think it's okay. And that's my opinion. Religion's just not my thing. It was for 20-some years of my life. So I can say that. I can sit on this side of the coin and say that for myself. It never fully filled me up. And when I found spirituality... Everything all of a sudden started to make sense. With that being said, I'm going to start with talking about my sexuality first and foremost, which I'm sure you're questioning. What does your sexuality have to do with your enlightenment? Well, (laughs) let me tell you, it has so much to do with it. So I'm going to take you back to my childhood. Like I said in my previous episode, I grew up very Catholic, I grew up with a lot of internalized homophobia for myself. Why? Because for as long as I can remember, I always knew I was attracted to girls or to non-cis men or boys. You know, as a kid, I I didn't know what cis meant. (laughs) But I always knew that I was drawn to feminine energy. I was in a place in my life, obviously, as a kid, you don't really know what is what. When I was six years old we ended up moving in with my grandma and my mom has a little sister and my aunt is gay and my whole life I always knew she was gay but it was always kind of like a hush hush thing and my parents never made any comments regarding her sexuality. I just knew that she had like a friend that was a girl and I think as a kid I I was just like oh okay but it wasn't until like I really submitted myself into church where I realized that that was very looked down upon. And that's where my internalized homophobia came in. I never really, as a kid, I mean, you don't tell your parents like who you like. I didn't even tell them when I liked a boy, you know, in quotes. And I very much just kept it to myself, and I didn't think too much about it. And I think as a child, you are automatically programmed to thinking that you are meant to grow, get married to a man, buy a house, and have children, and the same old story, right? So I think a part of me was like, oh, that's what I need to do. And so I just pushed it away until I was about 16 years old. I had a crush on this girl in school and she also had feelings for me and during that time I was very scared because that was around the time that my parents were having a divorce and during that time my dad was really heavy with his alcoholism as well so the idea of me coming out to my parents was something that I never ever ever thought I could do because I didn't feel safe I had dealt with physical abuse from my father and I knew my mom wasn't in a place to bear something like this so what I decided to do I came to my aunt and my sister and I told them that I had a crush on a girl and she asked me on a date and I really liked her during that time Because I felt so alone, my sister was somebody who was very much Someone I looked up to she was my safe space and it was before she even had kids So I was kind of like her kid and I felt safe with her I would tell her my deepest secrets and she never judged me So me coming out to her made me feel like okay. She'll accept me and Little did I know she did not. <laughs> and so I quickly ran back into the closet and I said, "Okay, um my sister doesn't accept this part of me and she's telling me that I'm not and it's a phase and that I will get through it and that it's not okay." My aunt obviously welcomed me with open arms, but I quickly was like, "No. Like, no I was just kidding you're right yeah it was it was just a phase (sighs) this is all gonna make sense later I promise you guys (laughs) I just have to tell this part um so I went back into the closet and I said I'm gonna be straight (laughs) I said I'm gonna be straight and a lot of boyfriends later we go towards 2020 summer of 2020 so we are in lockdown I don't really see my boyfriend at the time very often because of COVID. And I was trying very hard to keep my dad safe. So I said, I don't even want to see you because like we have to be safe for my dad. And, and so it helped me have a lot of alone time, a lot of self-reflection time. And that was also a time where I think TikTok grew in popularity and one of the first things I did during COVID was I got a TikTok account because I said, you know, I can't do makeup. I'm unemployed right now. I can't really do much. So, what can I do that is going to make me feel better? So, I joined TikTok and I started making videos, and quickly <laughs> my algorithm became very gay. And there's a an non going joke on TikTok that You know, if your algorithm, if you're seeing a bunch of gay shit, that means that you're gay. Obviously, that was not surprising to me because I've always known I was gay. And during this time, I was in a relationship to a man who I was about to be engaged to. And the reason why I was about to be engaged to this man was because he was the man that was perfect on paper. For my parents, for my family, for people around me. And he was the one that treated me the best out of all the men I ever dated. Because let me tell you, all the men I dated were trash. And very much got to a place where I said, I'm really going to follow through. I'm going to follow through with living this lie that I've been telling not only other people, but myself. I will be engaged to a man, have children, and probably end up coming out when I'm 50 years old and breaking everybody's hearts around me. And I was at that point where I started to really question so many different things. And this was right before my enlightenment, right before I started seeing signs. And, and I was just not happy. I was not happy and COVID really helped me reflect on how unhappy I truly was, how ungrounded I felt, how disconnected I felt from my soul. I began to see signs all over the place, like many of you may know and witness as well, (laughs) yourselves. I started seeing angel numbers for years since I was a child I've been seeing the number 9/11 and I was always scared of what that meant I was always so scared I was like does that mean I'm gonna die on 9/11 every single day I would see 9/11 most of the time it was two two times a day and but I started seeing other numbers I started seeing like 11 11 et etc and then something happened. I saw this black little beetle, like those beetles that fly around and they have like an iridescent to them. It would always fly to my window at the same time every single morning for about a month. Every single morning. And I knew that because it was during COVID. We were in quarantine. So every single morning at nine o'clock, and now that I think about it, that it was nine o'clock, 999, This endings of something. <laughs> Anywho, so I said, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, <laughs> why am I seeing this fucking beetle come every, like, and I, I am very spiritual, but I'm very much in a place where I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird too. <laughs> you know, my human self battles my higher self. I came across this video and it was this girl and she was saying, Have you been seeing the same insects every single day? Have you been seeing angel numbers every single day? Have you been hearing songs that deeply resonate with you in random places like the grocery store? Have you been seeing signs here and there about so-and-so, etc.? And I said yes to everything she was asking. And she said, you are going through a spiritual awakening. And I said, what the fuck is a spiritual awakening? What the fuck is this? And then I would start getting more spiritual content on TikTok, and I started to kind of understand what everything meant. And so in the midst of all of this happening, I'm still in this relationship with this man, and I begin to have a crush on someone I come across on TikTok, and this person lives quite literally across the country (laughs) and she comes up on my for you page while I'm cleaning my kit and I don't see who it is but as soon as I heard her voice I swear a part of me was like I've heard that voice before I know who that is it's probably someone I'm following but it just like felt so familiar I was cleaning my kit and I ended up watching the video that kept replaying because I couldn't Grab my phone. So the same video was replaying. And then I see her and I'm just captivated by how pretty I thought she was. And I was like, I know this person. And there was a feeling inside of me that was like, I need this person in my life. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't even know who this is, but I need them in my life. I had that feeling and I couldn't explain it. But, so I start, you know, to be infatuated with this person. And then a bunch of things come up on my algorithm about twin flames. They say they look like you. They say they live far from you. They say you have an age gap. You know, all the traditional, in quote, things about a twin flame. So I truly believe that this person (laughs) is my twin flame during this time. And so, like I said in my previous episode, I'm a makeup artist. I did a wedding. And as I was finishing up, the door knocks. And as soon as the door knocks, it's like I had been questioning all these things. And I knew that whoever that was, like it was my clairvoyance, I think. Something inside of me was like, this person's going to help you. I knew that whoever walked through those doors was going to change my life. Sure enough, the photographer walks in and it's this woman that just has such beautiful energy, full of tranquility, very grounded. So she comes in and she says she hangs out a little bit. And then right before we all head out, she says, let me do a prayer for the bride and the groom. And the way she did the prayer made me feel at peace because there was obviously a part of me that was scared of spirituality due to my Catholic background. There's a part of me that was scared of tarot, that was scared of all the mystical things in the world. The way she prayed really made me lose the fear. I truly believe that. And so I catch up to her and I ask her, what is it that you do? And she tells me that she's an energy healer. And as soon as she tells me that, I start following her on Instagram. And I schedule an appointment with her. And it's like a month out or so. And so finally, I have my session with this woman. And I ask her about this person that I have on my mind. This person from TikTok (laughs) out of all places. And I asked her like if she's my twin flame, and like what do I need to do, and to make the story shorter, <laughs> um, basically she said that she was my twin flame, and that I was the divine feminine, she was the divine masculine, and I needed to do my healing so that she can do her healing, and then we would get to, get to be together. So... I got to the point, as soon as I finished my session with her, that I knew that I needed to speak my truth. I knew that I needed to end my relationship. I knew that I needed to come out. And this is all starting to make sense for you and (laughs) right. I told you I had to tell you the backstory of it all for it to all make sense. So, nevertheless... Literally the next day, it was a Sunday in September, I text my ex and I tell him I need to talk to him and I think he already knew that we were ending because there was a lot of panic, you know, that happened and I am i don't really feel too comfortable um, going too d- in depth with what happened um, during the breakup. But I'll say my part of the story just for his sake, because I think he deserves privacy. Um, It was a very hard breakup, but I did tell him everything. I told him the entire truth. I told him about this person that I thought was my twin flame and that I had to be with her. And it was a very, very painful breakup because I don't like hurting people. I think it's so much easier for someone to hurt me than for me to hurt someone. I think I may just be used to people hurting me, unfortunately. But nevertheless, it ended. So I go home, and I was living with my mom at the time, and I had to tell her the truth. I told her we ended, and she asked me why, and I just told her, I'm gay. The process of my mom... You know, of me coming out to my mom was a lot easier than me coming out to my dad. But she did not reject me. She told me she loved me and she accepted me. And for that, I know I'm extremely privileged to have had that reaction come from my mom. My dad was a different story. After I came out to my mom, I took a day off to myself. I drove to Palm Springs and I went on a hike. I took myself on a date all by myself. I knew that the next day I was going to tell my dad. And even now, thinking back or looking back at how much strength, how much courage that took out of me is kind of mind-boggling because it was the scariest thing I could ever do in my eyes, in my mind, in my heart because i'm not gonna go too far in depth with my abuse of what i've endured with my dad because we have a very complex relationship but it was scary my inner child was so scared and it really took me parenting my inner child to have that courage to come out to my dad because That morning when I told him he just sat down and I told him that me and my ex had broken up and he said, why? What happened? And I did not hesitate and I just said, I'm gay. Let's just say my dad didn't take it very well, but he didn't react in the way I think my inner child thought he would because I think a part of me part of my inner child still sees my dad as this very scary dangerous man and as an adult I now know like he you know he's sick and he can't physically harm me anymore but there's still like a part of my inner child that's scared of that and we've come a long way he's definitely come around with my sexuality and accepting me um we still have ways to go but Everybody in my life pretty much accepts me for the most part. Everyone who's important and anybody who doesn't, I really don't mind kicking to the curb. <laughs> Nonetheless, this is all a part of me getting into my spiritual journey and coming out and starting my spiritual enlightenment And I think what strengthened my want to heal was the hopeless romantic inside of me that wanted to reunite with my so-called twin flame. And so for about four, five months, all I did was devote myself to my alignment. I went hard, y'all. I would meditate three times a day 30 minutes in the morning, one hour in the afternoon, and 30 minutes at night. I was not eating any meat. I did not drink alcohol. I literally was <laughs> almost on the verge of being a monk. I was at the point of me wanting to just feed my body with organic food, doing all the things that I had to do. I stopped using fluoride. I, start, I stopped eating consuming anything with canola oil because I wanted my third eye to open. It was so many different things, you know, that you here in the spiritual community help you get to the most enlightened state. And that was my goal because I said, the more healed I am, the faster this person's going to come to me. And now looking back, I think spirit was laughing at me because I think I I like to tell myself that I was doing it for myself and for my self-love. And that was a, very much an important focal point for me, um, was trying to build my self-love. Because I, I said, if this is my twin flame, this is a reflection of myself. If I love myself, they're going to love me back. Now all the puzzle pieces are coming together, right? I ended up getting to a place where I said, I release control. I surrender to the universe. And if I'm meant to be with this person, it's going to happen without me having to try because I believed I was the divine feminine. And I also started to understand that I didn't have to be with my twin flame, or so I thought was my twin flame at the time. Comes the beginning of 2021 and I decide to release this person and I decide to start dating because I don't know if you remember but I never had started to date women period this was the first time I ever dated women or was able to (laughs) to start dating women or non cis men so I ended up at a place where I did so much healing, did so much work, and I started a relationship. I met someone and the whole U-Haul lesbian shit, that shit's all real. (laughs) That shit happened to me. Moved in within a few months and I let go of that person I so thought was my twin flame. I am no longer with the person I was last with. I have a new partner. We've been together for about a year and a half now. But I do believe that everything and everyone that has contributed to my enlightenment, my love journey, everything, is there and has happened for a reason. I'm at a place where I don't really truly believe that most of us incarnate with our twin flame. And I don't believe that that person from TikTok is my twin flame. And I no longer have the feelings of infatuation of whatever it is that I felt for this person. I no longer feel those things. But I do believe that those were prevalent and extremely important for me to get to the place I am in my spiritual path. If it wasn't for this person, I don't know how else I would have entered this realm of spirituality. And... I'm very grateful to this person. I may not want to be with them romantically, but I will forever be grateful to this person because I found myself because of them. And I, I, don't, I don't even think this person even knows that. And I don't know if they ever will. But now I'm in a place where I am extremely happy I'm in a new relationship. I've been in this relationship for a year and a half. And I truly believe that I deserve to be in this relationship now. Because I have done so much work to finally have a healthy relationship. To finally have someone I consider my best friend. My most favorite person on the planet. And I am at a place where... I like living in the moment. I think something I healed the most out of everything has been remembering that I am my own soul and I came here to incarnate with myself and experience things with other people, but I am not one with another person. I am truly just one with myself. And that doesn't discredit or invalidate the love I have for my partner or the love I have for my family and my friends, I can still have love for them, but still prioritizing and putting myself in the forefront. And that's truly what I think being enlightened means. Through starting my journey, one of the first things I did was buy my first tarot deck and I started working with tarot started pulling cards for myself and i don't know about you but when i get into something i go ham i go ham and i do not stop until i master something something my dad always told me was i don't care what you do as long as what you do you're the best at and i truly believe in that or at least a part of that i want to be the best in what i do But in the terms of myself, not necessarily in competition with other people. I just fell in love with tarot. My first deck was my Modern Witch deck, and I still love that deck so much. I wish it wasn't so hard to shuffle, but I do really enjoy that deck, and it has a very special place in my heart because of that. But that's kind of where my tarot journey started, and a year... After my enlightenment, that's when I decided to get into Reiki. That was at the end of 2021. That's when I took my first Reiki class. But we'll talk about that a different day. But that's pretty much how I initiated my spiritual enlightenment, y'all. That was it. It interconnected to a transitional phase in my life. And it was very powerful. It was extremely powerful and I learned a lot. And I'm very grateful to be here today. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to my story. And I really would love to hear from you all about what triggered your enlightenment and where it all started. Now, I do want to say I'm still trying to get a flow of how I want to run this podcast. But I do know that I want to pull a card every week. And this week I'm going to pull an oracle card. Today I'm pulling a card from the Rose Oracle deck and this deck is from Rebecca Campbell and the card I pulled today was Trust the Seasons, Embracing Change, Cycles of Life, Transitions, and Growth. I think this is such a fitting card that I pulled because I think we're all kind of getting collectively out of this state of stagnancy of the Four of Swords energy, of contemplation, of pause, and we are ready for change. And I think some of us maybe are eager for this new change to happen because we're so tired of the redundancy. But then there's some of us that are scared of change because we know how powerful it will be. We know that that will bring pure abundance and pure evolution for us and sometimes it's uncomfortable to evolve it's uncomfortable to grow it makes you face your shadows it makes you face the mirror inside of you of things that maybe you've suppressed in the past and i think spirit today is telling us to really embrace every single part of us including the old parts of us and incorporating even those parts into this new beginning, and to this new day, and to this new hope and abundance of this new version of the world that we live in. Thank you guys so much for sticking around for this episode. I hope it finds you well, and please make sure you share this with a friend if you feel like it would help them out, and I'm very grateful to you all. I will talk to you very soon. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in to Mystical Frequency. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and follow the podcast and share this with someone you love. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Celestial Light Witch as well as TikTok at Celestial Light Witch. Tune in next week for a whole new show.